0: What is going on, everybody? This is episode 580 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. Over here, we talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. And today we're going to talk about the secondary of the Falcons. I mean, I think this uh, secondary is very, very respectable. I want to talk about the guys that are on the team as of right now. Um, there's also been a signing uh for the uh Falcons uh as far as the secondary goes. Um, XFL star Lucas Dennis was just signed and From what I'm hearing, he's a pretty good pickup, but there's a lot of competition in this secondary. So I don't know who's going to be what or where, but all I know is right now, this secondary looks really good. And I want to give you my thoughts and opinions. Is this a no-fly zone situation? Are teams going to have problems passing the ball on us? Um, Is it a situation where the pass rush is going to help this secondary. It's a lot to talk about here, but we're going to run down everybody that's on the squad right now, as far as um, AtlantaFalcons.com, And I'm going to give you my thoughts and opinions on who we have and what are we um, looking like? So we're going to go there and I'm going to give you my thoughts and opinions. If this is your first time here, welcome. I could be found on YouTube and rumble. I'm also on anchor stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Google podcast. And I want to thank you guys for the continued support. You guys are amazing. You guys are making this uh, this podcast grow faster than I thought it would be. And it's all from you guys just hitting the like button, sharing the podcast, letting other people know what's going on here. I try to make the most comprehensive, easy to listen to podcast out there, not just when it comes to Atlanta Falcons and Georgia Southern football, but it, it just in general, when it comes to actually, you know, putting content out there, you know, I want you guys to have a good time listening to the show. And hopefully you guys are enjoying. Um, also I can be found on Twitter at VFBaller and also um the website firstandframe You can go check me out over there and support the website as well. All right, let, let's just go ahead and get into this because now it's 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 starting to form to see what type of team that we have. There's gonna be still there's still gonna be a lot of changes because some some guys are just gonna fall off. Some guys are not gonna make the team. I think right now we may have up to 90 or, you know, like 95 players on a team. I mean, that's how it usually is up until training camp and then preseason, and we have to break everything down to a 53-man roster. But one thing's for certain, we have a lot of talent on the secondary. We talk about the pass rush. I think we did a pretty good good job setting up that front seven to make some things happen. We talk about the offense. I think the offense looks pretty good. B. John Robinson's here. We got Drake London. You also have, you know, Kyle Pitts, you know, um. I'm about to say Juju Smith, good lord, I got that wrong. The other tight end, uh, Johnu Smith. You know, we got him. We got some. We got some players. We got some players on offense as well. The question mark is still at quarterback with Desmond Ritter. I think he's going to be fine with all the weapons. But we don't talk much about the secondary, and I think the secondary is really, really important. And I think we did a lot of work on the secondary, and nobody really, really talks about them. So let's go ahead and get into this. And uh just going down the list, we're going to just give you the names and we'll give you the attributes as far as their weight, height, and their um, number. And um, we're just going to go in right into it. <clears throat> First, um, D. Alford, you see him right here. He is, uh, I think he changed his number to number 20. Was he always number 20? I I'm not. I can't remember. I don't think he was. 5'11", uh, 175, second year uh, out of Toscom College. Trey Flowers was another big pickup that we got. 6'3", 200, number thirty three. 27 years old, six years out of Oklahoma State. Darren Hall, they got him listed at uh, cornerback still, but I think Darren Hall, no, that's Avery Williams. I got it mixed up, Never mind. Um, But Darren Hall is still on the team. He's moved to number 23, six foot 190 out of San Diego State. Mike Hughes is another good cornerback that we picked up. He ended up getting number 21. That's interesting. He got number 21, 5'10", 189 out of UCF. Jeff Okuda, one kid that had a lot of promise. For this team, he had a lot of promise on, not on this team, but in the NFL. I think he's like number three pick overall. We can get really good dividends off of him if he actually performs up to that standard. I mean, it will be excellent. But nevertheless, six one two zero two out of Ohio State. Jamal Peters, you have him, number 38, 26 years old, 6'2", 217, out of Mississippi State. Man, he's pretty young. I, I, I mean, He's only had one year experience, but he's 26. Interesting um clark phillips you know this is the kid that we drafted and everybody's been talking about clark phillips how well that he's going to be doing um he got number 34 which is also interesting um 510 183 uh rookie out of utah aj terrell you already know there's no need to name or introduction to that he's done pretty well for the team 61195 uh out of clemson michael Apernathy. um He's one of the older guys on the teams at 26 as well, uh, six foot one ninety six, one year out of Tennessee. Was that all these 26 years old? Only played one or two years. It's really pretty weird. Cornell Armstrong, which is guy who came on later on in the season, which I actually thought that um he was a guy that kind of you know was going to be a liability, but as the season went on, he got better. Um, 5'11", 185 uh, out of Southern Mississippi natron book natron brooks d b um rookie out of Southern miss I think he went undrafted as well, and you got DeMarco Hellmans, which was a guy that was drafted late in the uh seventh round six one two thirteen, which probably is a steal him and Clark Phillips getting drafted late, you know basically Clark Phillips should have been a first round pick, but at the fact he was five ten and not six one them all the way to the fourth round but I think that's going to pay dividends that kid's going to be able to do really well and DeMarco Hellmans kind of got lost in a shuffle plan for Alabama with all the other good players I mean he was a safety that was able to you know lead the lead I mean lead the team in tackles so that's going to be something really um interesting to talk about as well now the one person I did not talk about was Jesse Bates Jesse Bates not on the it uh, wasn't showing on here also Richie Grant is not on here as well because I think right here I got a lot of DBs, and um, I got a lot of DBs and cornerbacks. They're not really showing the safeties, and I'm kind of interested in that. Let me roll down here and see if I can find the safeties, because there's other guys that we need to talk about as well, because this is in alphabetical order, and there's the three safeties right there. Um, Jesse Bates, Richie Grant, and Jalen Hawkins. Those three guys are basically the safeties. You're going to see, like, DeMarco Hellman's move up to safety as well, because I think we need at least four or five safeties. So, um, that kind of shows you the way this look like. If he just does his job, helmets has a spot on his team. You know, because we're you can't just go into the in the next season with three safeties. That's just not going to be a thing. But with Jesse Bates being six one two, six one two hundred out of Wake Forest, Richie Grant six foot Um two fours, I mean, six foot two hundred out of UCF, and you got Jalen Hawkins also 208 out of Cal. Um, I'm not Southern Cal, but California you got three guys there that's actually going to be pretty decent as well. So when you look at what's going on here, you look at what's going on here with this set with this secondary. And I, I'm not even going to get into the rest of the team right now. Cause it's like, a, we're talking about a no fly zone cause I'm looking at the rest of the roster. You got a team here. That's pretty formidable when it comes to the secondary. I mean, there there's no doubt in my mind that these guys here are going to cause havoc for a lot of teams. Cause these are, there's a lot of talent. On the secondary. When you look at guys like AJ Terrell. Which you know. He has his ups and downs for the most part. But there was one season that. <clears throat> and it was the first year we went 7 and 10. AJ Terrell was absolutely a stud. I think he only gave up like. The, the most was 38 yards in one game. I, I, nobody got more than that. If we can get that AJ Terrell back. That would be awesome. You you got guys like Jeff Okuda. Trey Flowers. Jesse Bates. You 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 got Clark Phillips. You got guys that are going to be able to <clears throat> not only cover, but they can tackle as well. I think Jeff Okuda, this is a make or break season for him because this is the last, <clears throat> excuse me, this is the last year of his contract and you want to get paid. I mean, it's kind of like those one year deals that we had last year. A lot of guys end up getting celebrated or getting compensated for their services. Jeff Okuda could make it easy for him to be a number two if he just lives up to the hype. Live up to the expectation that he has. Same thing with Mike Hughes, another guy who can play pretty well. Trey Flowers is another guy that's coming in. All these guys could be vowing for uh, cornerback number two or even nickel corner because a lot of these guys do have the size. Like Okuda, he could play nickel. You got a guy like Trey Flowers could possibly play nickel. You know, me personally, I think Clark Phillips could be the guy that's going to be CB2. I mean, he just has the ball hawking skills, skills to do so. And usually that cornerback number two is going to be going after the guy that's the possession receiver. So it's not going to be necessarily the speedster, or it's going to be the guy that can blow over the top in the passing game. So if he's going to be up against a possession receiver, that just bodes well for Clark Phillips because he can cover. You kind of see what how well he did against uh, Drake London. I mean, Drake London had like 16 catches for like 162, but, he, but Drake London had to earn all of that. He, he caught hell trying to catch all of that. And throughout his career, Clark Phillips had like nine interceptions. Four of them was pick sixes. So you got a guy here, even though Drake London seemed on paper to get the best of him. If you look at that matchup, it was a tough one. It was a tough one for both. And iron sharpens iron. I just did an episode about that. And if we can get production from Clark Phillips that we know that we can get, he could be vowing for that spot. That's something I would like to see. But personally, it doesn't matter who gets the cornerback number two position. Long as those guys can actually you know just produce and actually lock down uh, whoever they're going up against aj terrell pretty much got cb1 under wraps i I just think that he's not going to be able to be dethroned from that with his uh you know his leadership or his uh tenure he's been there for a while but you never know long as he's on the field doing something and he could be that guy that he's always been that you can't go wrong now when it comes to the secondary jesse bates is a huge upgrade for what we had in the second. I think, you know, the last few years we had a couple of other guys, um, you know, that that I ain't gonna say they didn't pan out. They just wasn't as, you know, formidable. You know, but we got Richie Grant on the other side of him, which is actually he stepped up a lot as well. So with him possibly playing, you know, free or strong safety, I think Richie Grant could do probably a little bit of both. Um Jesse Bates probably will be the strong safety because he can come down and tackle. Same thing with um Hellman's Helmets could come down as well. And you got a lot of other guys. The DBs are probably just going to be rotating in and out. I see Cornell Armstrong could come in when you have dime packages. You have Trey, uh, not Trey Flowers, sorry, Darren Hall, another guy come in for dime packages. Rotational guys who can make things happen. It don't have to be one of those guys that have to follow a receiver. It don't have to be one of those guys that have a particular assignment. Like, look, it's third down. We may need you to cover or double up on somebody. Well, hell, we may need you to just go in and try to get the quarterback on a quarterback blitz. So, it is it, really good to see this type of you know versatility out of the secondary and I, you know and i still haven't even mentioned Mark, Mike Hughes or Jamal Peters where Mike Hughes is a little bit smaller uh cornerback but he's a little more feisty he, he can get in there and make things happen Jamal Peters is a bigger guy 6'2 217 so this is the type of things that you know we're starting to see how things starting to starting to play out especially with our new defensive back coach and the defensive coordinator the sky's the limit for what this team can do. I'm really excited to see what happens here. Um, I could it be a no fly zone? I I can see it because I, I still haven't mentioned you know Trey Flowers coming in, you know, and all these guys that are coming in. They don't have have They don't have a Pacific assignment. They just need to go out there and play ball. You know, AJ Terrell has an assignment. I think Clark Phillips, the, what he has done in college, if they get him to learn the game he's going to be up to the expectation to be that ball hawk guy. But everybody else here is like, yo, go out there and prove it. Show us what you got. Show us what you need. Show us what you can do under these circumstances. And we got a lot of talent to do it. So I think that we're going to be able to uh, make some things happen in the secondary. And also with the pass rush that we do have now with Clias Campbell, uh, Epic the, the two guys from the saints, you know, um, even the, the guy that we drafted, we're going to have a, uh, was it, Zach? Oh, I can't remember the guy who we um, drafted, Zach, uh, from the Ohio State. Uh, I think we're going to have a really good chance to get at the quarterback that could cause some turnovers because a good pass rush helps the secondary. Sometimes a good secondary helps a good pass rush. All in all, if you have a complete defense, it's going to be hard to really you know, um, get past this team. I think this is probably like the most improved team in the NFL, and a lot of people don't want to give us credit because of our pass, and that's fine. You know, I don't, we're not here looking for credit. We just want our team to go out there and be competitive and win some games. I clearly see us probably flipping our, uh, flipping our roster, not a roster, but flipping our standings from seven to 10 to 10 and seven, possibly more than that because our schedule actually looks fairly favorable. So give, let me know what you guys think. If you like this commentary, hit the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Let me know what you guys think, man. Do you think this secondary is a no-fly zone? What does this secondary uh, consist of to you? What do you think they're about? I think they look really good. I mean, there's nowhere around it. I think, you know, some of these guys just need a, probably a second chance and a second place to be somewhere, a place where they can feel like the expectations are there, but people are pushing them to be better. And with this coaching staff and the front office and the conglomerate, well, the, I hate to use the word brotherhood, so I'm not going to use that. But the collective of players that we have, we look like we could be in a situation where these guys could feed off each other and be really, really good. So that's what I'm expecting. Uh, I could be found on YouTube and Rumble, also on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. Check out the podcast side of things. Give me a five-star rating if you're on Apple. Also, hit that like button. It spreads the, the content out to everybody so people know what we're doing over here. If you're over here for Atlanta Falcons content, I appreciate it. If you're over for Georgia Southern content, that is coming. Trust me and believe I will have some Georgia Southern content coming up. It's just that not much going on over down over there down there in Statesboro, but we will be having that stuff on deck. Uh, thank you guys once again. I'm going to get up out of here. Enjoy the rest of your evening. I will see you guys on Tuesday. Y'all take it easy and y'all be blessed. Peace.